What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Daniel Sports Ledger Sports Betting Tips and Picks for Sports Betters. Um, got an interesting show. A lot happened in the NBA uh, yesterday and today. Um, well, uh, let's just start out with uh, obviously the the big news everybody wants to talk about, which is the Bucks firing their head coach Adrian Griffin, thirty one and thirteen record. Um, you know. I don't really talk about other things that I've done in my past as far as work and things like that. Um, but I'm going to tell you why I feel like this was probably a good move, even though the coach is 31 and 13. And this is something that successful organizations do that um, organizations who aren't successful uh, will never do. This is why, you know, teams like the Jets or, you know, um, the the bullets or what are they now? The wizards. These these teams like this, they're not successful because they 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 don't make these moves. And it's real simple, you know. Previously, like I said, I don't normally talk about things I've done as far as work and things like that. But previously, I was the general manager of a restaurant in uh, Sedona, Arizona, and uh, you know one of the probably the best restaurant out there. And uh, and one thing I learned as um, running an organization is that you have to get rid of dead limbs as soon as possible. And if the Bucks head coach, you know, his record might be good, but his record's good because he has talent. And if the coach is a bad seed or whatever it may be, you have to you have to cut the limb off as quickly as possible. I'll give you an example. I hired this, uh, this hostess to work at, at the restaurant. And, um, the first night, I uh, I could already tell that she was going to be really bad for the organization, for the, for the restaurant. So I fired her. I fired her after one day, after one night. And she proved me right because what happened was she started texting me, harassing me, telling me how terrible I was, all these things. Um, and then finally I got to a point where I had to block her number. She gets another person's phone, starts harassing me on that phone. I had to block that number. She got a third person's phone, started harassing me on that phone. And I had to block her after that. You know, I didn't really hear from her for a long time. She tried to come into the restaurant. She tried to get her job back. She harassed me, tell me how what a horrible human I was, all this stuff. But she clearly proved me right. Like she was somebody that you don't want a part of of our organization. And um, and that's the kinds of things when you see something that you know needs to be cut out, you have to cut it out right away. And that's what the Bucks did. And that's, you know, I, I don't know the whole situation. You know, maybe there's something else. Maybe he was harassing women on the team. Maybe, you know, I mean, women on the, you know, secretaries or whatever. Um, maybe there is something else to it. Or maybe all the players just said, hey, listen, this guy can't coach. And that was another thing I had to do when I when I ran the organization, the restaurant, was, you know, if all of the my employees came to me and said, look, man, this guy just doesn't fit in with the rest of us, or he's not doing the work that everyone else is doing or whatever. And 
everybody comes to you, you have to just go, okay, sorry, you're not a fit for, for this place. And, um, you know, typically I don't believe in, in letting the employees make decisions for you, right? Um, you can't let the tail wag the dog, okay? You can't let employees run the organization. You can't do everything that they want, everything that they say. You can't always make them happy. Um, but when there's a consensus from everyone that, hey, look, especially like your superstars, right? And in like in the restaurant business, I had superstars too. You know, I had servers that were phenomenal, right? They had more clout. They could come in late. They could do things that other servers couldn't do. They had, they, they were, you know, superstars in a sense. Um, and you know, those are the people that, that pay your check. You know, those are the people that sell the most product, sell the most food, sell whatever, you know, same thing in here. You know, you have your superstars, you know, you have your, um, uh, Giannis Anacupo, you know, you have these guys and when they come to you and not just them, but everybody comes to you and says, you have, to, we need to get rid of this guy. You know, I always told people, okay, I'll think about it. But, you know, when they hound you day after day after day about it, uh, at some point you go, okay, look, this guy, he's a, he's a bad weed. He's a bad, whatever we have to get rid of him. And so kudos to the bucks, man, because this is a decision that obviously is hard to do, hard to do. Um, and here's the other reason why you might do it. If the other reason you might get rid of a person, it could not even be by job performance necessarily. Maybe they come in on time. Maybe they're doing all the right things. But you have a chance to get somebody who's more talented, who's going to do better for you. Um, you have a chance to get another superstar as part of your organization, whatever that uh, kind of superstar might be. And it's clear that the Bucks. it sounds like they like Doc Rivers. Maybe that's the guy that they're eyeing. So if at any point in time you can upgrade your staff, um, do it. You know, do it. This isn't about feelings. This isn't about, oh, this guy's done a great job or whatever. This is just, hey, I can make an upgrade. I'm going to make an upgrade. And so that's another reason why you might make this decision. But again, you have bad organizations that won't do that. They won't say, well, this guy, I have no reason to fire this guy, so I'm not going to fire him. No, you have a reason. You can get better talent. You can get better talent. Fire that guy immediately. Get another guy. Get the guy you want. Um, and, and take that opportunity. You're always looking to upgrade, you know. And I used to have meetings with my staff where I would tell them, look, guys, um, you know, and, and, you know, there was a real bad mojo before I took that restaurant over as general manager. And I got to a point where I had got I had brought in a really awesome, amazing, phenomenal staff. And I got to the point where at some point they kind of slack a little bit, you know, and I got to a point. I said, listen, guys, you guys are phenomenal. But right now, this this organization is at a point where 
everybody in town wants to work here. And if I can upgrade you, I'm going to upgrade you. So that's just that. Like, do your job, do the best job, be a professional, come in. Because if I have an opportunity to get a superstar from another place, whoever's my weakest link, I'm getting rid of you. And I'm hiring the new guy. And that's just the way it is. So that's what builds great organizations. And I said, listen, this is a competitive market now. You know, we were in a, in a, before I took over, we were in a state where just about anybody could get a job here. Now everybody wants a job here. And you're, this is a competitive environment now. So every day you've got to be at your best because if I can find somebody that I can upgrade you with, I'm going to do that. And, and that's what the Bucks did. They found somebody that they could upgrade. It looks like if it, if it is Doc Rivers or maybe the guy is just a bad seed. Either reason, this is a great move. This is what great organizations do. When they have a chance to upgrade or they have a chance to get rid of somebody that doesn't work, you get rid of them. You do it quick. You do it swiftly. You don't wait till the season ends. You don't wait this. doesn't matter that he has a, a winning record. You get rid of the guy right then and there. And I'm just a firm believer in that. And I think that's what makes this um, phenomenal. I, I think great, great job on the Bucks on this. Uh, moving on, you know, a couple of podcasts ago, I, I talked about um, Joel Embiid and how he's not a kind of guy like a Westbrook or these other guys. You don't build organizations around these guys. You know, and a lot of people might, think that I look stupid right now because Joel Embiid just scored 70 points. He had all these phenomenal stats. Um, but I feel like he's proven my point. And this is the point. He scored 70 points. He had some assists, five assists. I mean, he had an all-around great game, not just points. But he beat the Spurs. Um, an 8-35 and 35 Spurs team by 10 points. The same day, right, Carl Anthony Towns uh, scored 62, and they lose by three to a 10-31 and 31 Hornets team. So whether you look at the loss or you look at the win, you, you look at these, and the coach came out and said, you know, what a terrible game it was. Good on that coach, too. But my point is, you feel like you have to get these guys the ball constantly. And, you know, you can look at other guys and say, well, other guys were ball hawks, such as Kobe Bryant or whatever. But the difference is you don't see these guys constantly clamoring for, I need this piece. I need this guy to come in. I need this guy to come in. This guy will fit in the team well. People that might take points away from them or people that might help them win. You saw that with Kobe. You see that even with LeBron. Hey, I, I need this guy in. We got to get rid of this coach. I need this guy. We need this. You saw that with Jordan. Who did Jordan, who hit the last three in that Suns game? Was it Jordan? No, he passed it to Steve Kerr, right? And that's the difference. You you have these guys, and it's they're, they're ball hogs from the beginning to the end. The team constantly feels like they have to get the ball to this person. 
you know, I remember Westbrook when he was getting all those triple doubles. Uh, I remember like the team would box everyone out and let Russell Westbrook get the rebound. I mean, so it, it was one of it's one of those things where these guys are, yeah. I mean, they have these amazing games and careers and everything, but these aren't guys you build around. I don't believe Anthony Towns and Bead. These guys are guys that you build around. It's not like Giannis. Giannis is different. He's humble. He'll bring guy. He'll he'll want to get guys in there. He'll do things. You know, he's now he's sitting there like, hey, we need to get rid of our coach. Or, you know, maybe he did that. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But there's a difference in those guys who are just selfish um, guys who just give me the points, give me this, give me the accolades, all this stuff. And then there's guys who are winners that also score a lot, but they're winners. They can also be ball hogs. But Kobe wasn't a ball hog all game long. Kobe was. We're down 15 going into the fourth. Okay, give me the ball for the rest of the fourth quarter. I'm going to ball hog when it's time to ball hog. I'm not going to do it the whole entire game. You know, I'll put the team on the back when I have to do it. Um, and that's that's just the difference between him and these other guys, in my opinion. So I've never been a fan of Joel Embiid. I'm going to continue to double down on that. Um Lastly, the other thing I put down, which I don't even have any notes on this one because I can – I can talk about this all day easily. The other one is I get so annoyed with all these people saying the NFL scripted or sports are scripted and all this stuff. It's such a bunch of crap. And by the way, if you understand the laws, the antitrust laws and these things, you know that a whistleblower would make hundreds of millions of dollars if they could prove to the U.S. government that games were being rigged by by the NFL or the NBA or any of these. Hundreds of millions. So some random secretary that's there that has a can record a call or get a piece of paper or, or you know an email or something like that has hundreds of millions of dollars she could make by turning something in. And there's never been any evidence. There's never been anything, not from players, not from coaches, nothing. Have there been games that have been rigged? 100%. 100% that there have been games that have been rigged. But let me tell you something. As a whole, as a script, hey, this is what's going to happen. This team's going to win this. This is going to, it's a bunch of crap. It, it, it's just not true. And the only people who think that way are just complete losers. And I can't stand people like that. I can't stand people on these podcasts saying the NFL scripted or trying to get these free clicks and all this crap. It is not scripted. It's not. Okay. If you know the laws, if you understand what, how people can benefit from turning these guys in, if you know all the things about sports, it's not scripted. Have there been some games rigged? Absolutely. But is it scripted as a whole? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if you think that, I'm just going to be real with you. I, I think you have a loser mentality, and maybe you need to adjust your mentality because that's just what I really believe. I really believe that. Winners don't think that. Winners don't go around going, oh, this is scripted, or this is why I lost, or this is because of that. This is because of that. Winners aren't blaming people. Winners aren't doing any of that stuff. Winners are going out, 
They're making no excuses for anything. And they're going out and they're being successful. And that's it. And it's it's not scripted. You don't you never hear a winner saying that it's scripted or that it's rigged or that it's this or that it's that. You just don't. Why is that? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. Um lastly, um I changed something on the website and so I have something totally different from now on. I am not going to sell picks per se. I'm not going to sell picks anymore. All my picks are going to be free from here on out. There's just one caveat. You go to, to the website, Daniel Sports Ledger. By the way, I forgot to put this up here. Let me toss it up here in the bottom here. Uh, Daniel Sports Ledger uh, dot store and um, click on the golden picks and it's basically a sponsorship. You can probably consider it as a charity. I'm going to send you an email. Thank you for donating. All you're doing is helping me with the podcast, donate to the podcast. It's 99 bucks for the entire year. And anytime I give out a golden pick, I will email it to you. You'll get it. You won't have to watch the podcast. Um, all these picks are also going to be given on the podcast, but you just never know what day it's going to be, what time it's going to be. Um, you know, you might not get a lot of advance notice for it if it's on the podcast, things like that. So, and if you miss a podcast, maybe you missed a pick. So the only difference is you're going to be sponsoring, helping me grow the channel. And then at the same time, you're going to get all of the golden picks I have throughout the year. It's probably not going to be a ton of them. It might be 20 picks throughout the entire year, but these are going to be picks that I put my money on which I always do anyways, but 100%. These are going to be picks I'm going really big on. These are going to be these are going to be the picks of the year. These are going to be, you know, I mean, I'm looking at hitting 80% of these picks. These are picks that um that you can hammer, you know. You you know, you put 5 bucks on everybody else's picks, but when you get one of these golden picks, you put 200 or or 2000 or whatever it is. I mean, these are going to be you know, picks of the year, hammer it out. Um, and again, you might get one in a month. You get might get 10 in a month. It just kind of depends on the year, the month, the games that are happening. But it's just no, there's no guarantee of how many picks I'm going to give you. But you're going to get it for the entire year. You're going to sponsor the channel. You know, you can probably write it off on your taxes. And, you know, like we always say, you spent money on stupider things in your life. So, um but this is something that, you know, can help you financially. Um, you know, one pick, you can pay back the whole thing. So I'm really excited about that. And that's just, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk games. And uh, I'm going to give out who I like, you know, what sides I like. But every now and then I'm going to give out a golden pick. And and that that's going to be the real actual picks that I give out. And that'll be that. And so I'll still talk about picks. I'll still, you know, say, hey, I'm leaning towards this or I like this or I like that. I'll probably do that almost every podcast. But they won't be the official golden picks unless they are the official golden picks. So I'm excited about that. Um, go to Daniel Sports Ledger uh, and um, 
click on that. Also, once in a while, I might give out a discount if you want some merchandise, stuff like that. Um, awesome. Got this new little mug here. It's pretty cool. Well, um, Michigan national champs. I, I went a little overboard on the Michigan stuff. Uh, one last thing. Speaking of that restaurant I was telling you about. Uh, it was recently my birthday, which is why I didn't podcast yesterday. But the owner of that restaurant gave me this. Uh, we talked about this meat on the podcast before. But this is... it. If you can get Nyman Ranch beef, <laughs> it'll change your life. So this is a Nyman Ranch picanha. There's actually two here. Um, I'm going to make this up tonight with some chimichurri. Thank you to the owner of Della Piane in Sedona for giving me that. Um, Nyman Ranch beef is unbelievable. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Maybe one day I will be, but I'm not. I just have to tell you, if you get a chance... They have Nyman Ranch. It's grass-fed, no antibiotics, no hormones. It's it's the best steaks, meat that you'll ever have in your life. It's phenomenal. So um, check them out. It's N-I-M-A-N, and you can, you know, look for them online or whatever. But, yeah, I'm going to have a very, very good meal tonight. <laughs> so, um, anyways, thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure um, to have you guys listening to me, and I appreciate you very much. And as always, guys, let's make some money. Let's have some fun doing it.